Let's go check in with Michigan State head basketball coach Tom Izzo, who's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Tom, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, Bill. All right, uh, where's it? Uh, been a little bit of a while, but uh, it's good. Yeah, where, where's this team at for you right now? Because I, I look at the win at Wisconsin. I look at how well you played defensively at the Breslin. Uh, I look at the Purdue game, which is just an epic big game, back and forth. Uh, the officials had some vision problems that they were able to get through uh, afterwards uh, with some energy drinks. But uh, wonderful big stage game showed you're a Big Ten title contender. How would you evaluate the Michigan State Hoops team right now? It's a little confusing if I was a fan, if I was a media guy, if as a coach sometimes it's a little confusing. You know, we uh, I thought we were starting to really play well. I thought we played really well against Michigan. You know, we really second half, I thought held, you know, dominated most of it and then at the end they came back, but they're a good team too and, uh, and then we went to Illinois and uh, I really felt uh, – we went to Wisconsin, felt good. Malik started to play a little better. We went to Illinois and really played well, an unbelievable environment. Played really well, and in that last eight, nine minutes, Malik went down, and we didn't play as well, and uh, and they found a way to get us, and uh, that was our fault. But uh, it's a really good team we played and made some shots late. And then, uh, you know, come home on uh, – Late, late, late uh, Friday night, early Saturday morning, and then on Monday afternoon, uh, played a really good team, and I thought played so poorly at the start, I didn't know where this team, who they were. And by the way, you know, then we had to deal with the Malik thing uh, over the weekend, and then uh, I, I just couldn't believe AJ has been playing so good. He was, he just made some mistakes that were uncharacteristic, and we played bad, got off to a 12, 13 point deficit. And then might have played 25, 30 minutes of our best basketball and uh, found a way to lose at the end instead of finding a way to win. So this team is very competitive. I love my team. I do. I think uh, we're still a little consistently inconsistent. Um, when our defense gets going, then our offense doesn't. When our offense is, is going really well, then our defense hasn't been as good a few times. A little inconsistent. Malik had a lot to do with that because he was our most versatile, consistent player. But in saying all that, um, you know, we're not sure where he is anymore. At least the door's been opened a little compared to the one that was locked shut over the weekend. But uh, that won't be in the near future. And yet... Uh, I think this team can still win a lot of basketball games and getting the right breaks, make a run. Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State, joining us here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. I love the words consistently inconsistent because really outside of Purdue, and I know Rutgers is off to a surprising 5-2 and two start in conference play, the rest of the Big Ten and hoops has been consistently inconsistent. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, I, I uh, shocking. I mean, you know, some of the teams that were picked in the top ten, even, you know, have struggled. And uh, but I, I think you and I talked about that a long time ago. When you start, um, you know, I've heard some coaches talk. Guys aren't as hungry. Guys aren't as focused. Guys, well, hell no. When you got all the things going on that are going on, so I told you I thought it would be that way. 
Um, I'm happy to say that for the most part, my team has been pretty consistent. It's just a couple of guys here and there that uh, aren't as consistent as I'd like them, but have made great improvements. So, um, yeah, the country's been consistently inconsistent, not, not just the Big Ten. And that goes beyond sports, but we won't make this any discussions of beyond <laughs> uh, Big Ten basketball. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. You know, and the one oh, thing I I, like got, I could see after the Purdue game, and you knew it, and you've been around the basketball block a long time, Tom, that it, even with the bad start against the Boilermakers, if you would have came back with that Breslin crowd, which you called one of the best uh, you've seen at a game in East Lansing in the last five years afterwards, that Stealing, not stealing, because you would have earned it with that last 30 minutes of play. But if you hold on and you get that W over Purdue, it's just a it's big for the conference race. It would have locked you in uh, with, you know, a a whole group of, I think, four other teams. It's big on Selection Sunday. There was just a lot. There was a lot to holding on if you could have against Purdue on Monday. You know, and, and there it's Martin Luther King Day. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. I mean, I got texts from people all over the country, um, coaches that watch the game because what else was going on? You know, it was uh, not many times he playing at 2.30. So, um, and our place was rocking. And uh, so, yeah, you know, you, you realize that it's a memory-making moment that uh, you want it to be a good memory. And and it ended a bad memory in those last two seconds. And, uh you know, if we would have started better, I think we would have, you know, we have a saying around here, which starts bad, a lot of times ends bad, and that's kind of what happened, you know, and yet we would have earned it, because we did play a hell of a 28 minutes, and uh, yeah, I was disappointed, you know, I, I, I admittedly, uh, there were some calls I was very disappointed, and there were some calls I made that I was disappointed in myself, probably, and uh, you had all those things together, and uh Yeah, and maybe the officials can understand Purdue's new Whirly Bird Circus Ride box out where Sissoko's going to get the call. I'm not asking you to comment on officials because I'm not going to pay your fine. So we'll just uh, continue (laughs) moving on. uh, You know, I know he can't say anything. No, you know what? I would say this because I I kind of complained about it. I didn't complain about that call. Believe it or not, I didn't see that one until after the game. Um, But there were some things that I was upset about and uh, rightfully so, uh, as it as I realize later. But at the same time, uh, we play better early, we win. So uh, hard to blame anybody else uh, on that. You honest. know, Sissoko didn't see the foul either because he was uh, spun around like a helicopter. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back from from Mars as he, he was, was landing. They go, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sissoko just uh, won the Big Ten spin <laughs> with a 22-foot leap. <laughs> Uh, you know, and also scheduling. You, you know how it comes into play. You got you had that monster start uh, with all the powerhouses, but quietly something people haven't talked about, Tom. If you begin with Michigan on January seventh, then at Wisconsin, at Illinois, Purdue at home last Monday, you're at Rutgers, uh, then you're at or excuse me, Rutgers at home, then at Indiana with Iowa, then at Purdue. Uh, that is in a 21 or make that 22 day stretch. Think about that start to the Big Ten. Well, it's a second start. They do December games, but 
And I know you, you beat Nebraska, but yeah. I'm talking about the yeah. meat of that Big Ten schedule here at the beginning. Yeah, you know, we've never done this in the Big Ten. I don't know why we've – well, I do know why. It was part of all the TV and – you know, we got so many different networks. Everybody picks and chooses. Um, I don't think it's beneficial for. I know it's not for our staff or for our players. And I heard there's a couple other teams that are going to have this. I heard Illinois has got one coming up. But yeah, when you talk those many games in 20, 21 days, seven games. I mean, and you're supposed to take days off, and you're supposed to do this, and you're supposed to do that. We get hypocritical at times, but. Uh, but I think the combination of that and then the, the two injuries now, one injury, um, you know, compounds it. That's just the way it works. Uh, schedules are crazy for everybody, but uh, it's just, you know, when you've got a tough schedule and then you got less days to prepare and maybe your opponent has more days to prepare, I mean, those things play a part, and yet they're all excuses and people get mad at you for saying it. But I'm also a steward of this league, and I do not think in any way, shape, or form this is beneficial for the league, for Michigan, Michigan State, Illinois, or anybody else. I mean, there's got to be, you know, we used to play Thursday, Saturday. Now we play seven days a week. The problem is we just got off a stretch where we played four games in 10 days. You know, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the Big Ten, to be honest. And that's my point here as we wrap up our conversation, Tom, that, yeah, I get the $7 billion plus uh, TV deal, uh, but you're not, you're not the NBA where you're playing every three days or every two days. And, uh, and also... Well, we're so, really not the NBA because right. we have to go to class. I, I, exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah, they do. Even the NIL guys at other schools go to class? Really? I don't know. I, I don't mind doing that. Okay, I, I know. I know. But... Tom's going, great, Bill. We're going to talk about officials and we're going to rip the NCAA. What a great 10 minutes this was. No, but here, here's, here's one thing I was noticing uh, the last couple weeks watching all the Big Ten action. I I don't know if there's another conference, maybe SEC in football, top to bottom, but even then they got a game at Vanderbilt where there's not a game you can can look at coaches privately. You don't have to say it publicly. That's a W. That's a W. That's a break here. We can, you know, we can limit minutes. There, there, There is not a guaranteed home or away victory in Big Ten basketball. Well, I, you know, I, I think you are a hundred percent true. Now, two weeks ago, I would have said Minnesota might be that team, but what people didn't realize they had two starters out too for like right. a while, and they came back, and now they've not only won some games, but they've taken a couple of good teams to the wire. So I can honestly say, in all the years I've been here, we've been better at the top some years. You know, maybe three, four top ten teams. I mean, we were one of them a couple of times. Michigan, uh, you know, Illinois or, or Indiana, Purdue, you know. But never has 11, 12, 13, and 14 been like it is now. So, uh, yeah, there's not going to be any days off for anybody. Um and that's the difference with our conference and some of these other conferences right now. So you're right on the money. It's uh, great for the fans, great for TV, great for the media. Boy, it's tough on the coaches and, and probably the players. But uh, but that's uh, can't say we're you know we're not going to see the best teams and and different kinds of teams. There are all the new coaches in the league now. Um, you know, we're getting Strewsbury at Penn State. He's done an unbelievable job. You know, sometimes he goes six, five, and under, and five guys that can shoot it from 
the ozone, you know. I mean, it's it's just been different styles and different preps, and um, it's it's been interesting. It's been good, and 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 I have thoroughly enjoyed it. But but the bottom line is, don't read into a bad press conference like some are or this or that. I mean, there's things I was upset about. I should have been, but at the same time. I told you in the summer I like my team. I told you in the fall when we had our session I like my team. Um, I, I'd like to get my whole team back, but uh, if that doesn't happen, um, I like the one I got. We just got to get a little better and uh, find a way to get a little rest and be a little. We're not running like we used to, so I think some of it's fatigue. So we got to get through that and. Uh, we got a chance. And with uh, Matt Ishby, uh, uh, the prominent booster and former player with those cool seats he has and the dough he has, he should be able to buy off any official, any game. <laughs> you know, I told him, I walked down to him, him and his dad were sitting there. And I said to him, boy, am I happy you picked your profession, not mine. Because <laughs> he was thinking about being a coach. That was with about five minutes left to go in the game, and we were ahead then. So ah, it's been great. Uh, you know what, Bill? It's... Uh, it's been all good. I mean, we're making some progress. You know, it's uh, it's not uh, it's not your vintage Michigan State team, but it's one you can pull for because those guys played so damn hard, and so did Purdue. I mean, it, it, it was a game of the ages. It just ended the wrong way. Yeah, I don't think Coach Painter taking photos with the refs afterwards is uh, what you should do. But that's his call. <laughs> Uh, Tom, I know yeah, you got to go get uh, you got to go you got to get into practice. I know you wanted me to possibly give him a Zoom motivational speech, but I'm I'm busy yeah. with the show. Okay, I gotta I gotta All go. Right, we love you, buddy. Okay, see you, man. All right, bye bye. Yep, Tom Izzo, a basketball coach at Michigan State, checking in on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Radio Network.